What's good, everybody? This your man, Brother Red, coming at you with another episode of No Vultures. This week, we're going to be doing a special NFL preview episode, and we're going to be joined by our special guest from Let the Film Speak, which is a dope Facebook group and podcast that you can check out, and their host, Jeremy Chop Boyce and William Jackson. We're going to be doing the knowledge on some of our unsung players that we enjoyed watching throughout the years and some of those current players that you may not have heard of but are definitely doing a thing and along the way we're going to be doing the knowledge with some of the dopest cuts that we like to get us prepped for the football season so this is your man brother red we thank you for joining us let's go ahead and get it you listen to the sounds of our in-house dj ace zero no vultures reminding everybody out there do the knowledge Who on your team? And you, and this is the thing you gotta think about too, because you know me. Who on your team was gonna block me? Possibly. It didn't, it didn't matter. They wasn't good at blocking anyway. Oh, he, 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 he said it wouldn't matter. He said it wouldn't matter. He's gonna scout out. He said he's gonna scout out anyway. He said he's gonna scout out anyway. Listen, listen, Willie. In high school, you didn't all you had to do was just get in front of somebody just for a couple seconds. I was if Hulk was gonna open. A couple seconds? That's that's too long. Yeah, no, that's that's too long. I mean, it ain't even got to be a couple seconds. It don't matter. They just yeah. they make you make a move. It didn't matter what you gonna do. You yeah. come inside, I'm gone. I'll, I'll see you. Yeah, yeah, I think you're gonna do it like this. I think you say you're gonna do this. No name in studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I speak to P? P ain't you. <laughs> hey, yo, tell them Pastor Troy and them down South Georgia boys said, since everybody think they sold it, then what's up? We'll go to war. Yeah, this is your man, Brother Red. This is No Vultures. I'm here with the gentleman of Let This Film Speak. We got Jeremy Chap Boyce, William Jackson. This is our NFL preview. We are so happy and pleased to have these gentlemen in the house and right now we're going to go ahead and let pastor troy take it from here real quick all right gentlemen Thank you so much for joining us. This is your man, Brother Red, with another episode of No Vultures. This is our NFL preview, and we are so pleased to link up with the gentleman from Let the Film Speak. Gentlemen, introduce yourselves. Go ahead, introduce yourselves. Let the people know who you are. Of course, of course. Go ahead, child. Go ahead, child. Of course, man. Of course. So uh, this is Jeremy here, Jeremy Chop. They call me just Chop. You can just call me Chop, man. Chop. Uh, representative of Let the Film Speak, man. We've been we haven't been doing this super long, but uh, I mean, we mainly focus on the NFL, man. We love it, man. Me and Willie Jack, man, we've been playing football together for a little while now, and ever since then, man, we've just been talking football. So, this is what we love to do, and we're here to bring it to you, you know, and give it to you straight how we do it on our episode, man. Willie Jack, what you got, man? Yeah, man, just like this, like my dog Chop told you, man. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Chop called me Willie Jack. I go, you know what I'm saying? That's cool. I go by Willie, whatever it is. But, but yeah, man, just like he said, man, just love the game, man. Love talking about the game. You know what I'm saying? And just uh, found, found a kindred spirit in my brother Chop. 
And you know what I'm saying? We came together and just uh, you know what I'm saying, thought we bring we share with the world, you know what I'm saying, some of this, some of the inner inner details of the game that we that we see from our own eyes, you know what I mean? So yeah, appreciate everybody rocking with us. Yeah, and you know what, these gentlemen, you know, they describe themselves to a T. Uh, if you haven't had a chance, go to Facebook, check these guys out, let the film speak. You know, we're talking we're talking about trying to, you know, give them a little game so they can get that podcast going as well. But definitely check these guys out. What I love about these guys is you know they play the game. It's authentic. They don't just give you generic X and O talk. They actually get into the game. You know when Willie starts talking about, you know, getting into a three technique and you're like, okay, the hell's a three technique? He actually tells you what a three technique is, okay? Or when they start talking about different fronts and formations, you know, you can tell that they have experience. It's not just, you know, somebody generically talking, using uh, uh, talking points, but rather from the heart, somebody that actually put their hand in the dirt and had to battle. So that's the reason why I really love listening to these guys. Plus the conversation, man, these guys are hilarious. You can tell they're friends and it's authentic when they start going in. Uh, and that's the best part about it. So we definitely, you know us from uh, No Vultures, we like to give our flowers. So gentlemen, uh, today with this episode, one of the things that we talked about is, you know, we talked about, I always like to incorporate music into whatever we're doing. So what I'm gonna do real quick is I'm gonna start, I'm gonna hit you off with a couple joints and then I want you guys, as you listen to it, to tell me what player, uh, present or maybe in the past that you might think of as a favorite of yours, and then also, or even a team. So I'm gonna go in with this one. Let me see what you know. Y'all tell me who do y'all think of when it's football season? When y'all hear this. <laughs> Did you say something with the Jets? What's up? I said, did you say something? I said, this is definitely going to put me in the 80s. You know what I'm saying? So 80s, 80s is where I'm thinking as far as, play, as, far as players and time in the league. Okay. It never fit. This is late 80s. P.E. Okay. You know what, though? I'm going to talk to you about it. This is music that makes me, that give me the feeling of somebody, you know, with the rock in the head, just getting busy. Just exactly. I'm going to go with the first thing that came to mind, man. I'm going to go Billy White to the Woo! Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Coming out with the curl, the goggles, you know what I'm saying? And I, I'm, the, I'm the first thing on the block, you know what I'm saying? I had to hit the league and you couldn't stop me. I, I came in with 1800. What's happening? You know what I mean? I came back with two Gs. What's going on? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, it's what it made me think of. Yeah. All right. With All the right. Head, you know what I'm saying? Headbands, jerry curls. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yes. And I was fly, though. Yeah. Fly, though. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You know, never seen nobody flying no goggles in your life. No, and, and, and remember, Eric had that neck roll. He had that fly neck roll. And, 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 you know, Eric was equipment up. He wore the goggles, the neck roll. He had the flat jacket. You know, the only running back to wear a flat jacket. And he was known to wear shin guards. He was known to wear shin guards. 
No, and I can see that because he ran so damn. T- he ran so high. You know what I'm saying? And he was already like six three. So I, yeah, I can imagine boys just probably had his legs. I can imagine. Word. I've, I've seen running back in the league. That boy just smooth. He just make it look Man. so easy. And just open up like a stride. He looked like he ran a 4x4. Four four. Just open up a stride on boys. That's it. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. All right, guys. All right. So that was Public Enemy. Welcome to the Terror Dome. All right. So we're going to go in with another joint. You know what I'm saying? Now, this is one that you guys suggested. And, and it, 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 you know, I hadn't really thought of it but then i was like oh yeah this is perfect so i know this is one we're just gonna let him do what he do i'm gonna tell you right now first thing i think of when i hear that i think of ray lewis i just think okay we finna go fuck somebody else. oh uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> Hey, this is this is Legion of Boom. To me, I think of, like like you said, team. I think Legion of Boom. I'm thinking like I can see like especially like Cam Chancellor just coming downhill, yeah. you know, yeah. Or or on the offensive mode, beast mode. Yeah. Yeah. I can see this going through, yeah, in, 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 in that stadium, you know, I can see it maybe like, you know, really uh, fourth and one in the Super Bowl. This is, yeah, let, let's do this. Yeah, beast mode. <laughs> yeah, guys, this is an awesome track, man. I think y'all nailed it. Yeah, I think y'all nailed it. I ain't got none of that yet. Yeah, this is an awesome track, man. Yeah, this will definitely get you in tune with football. This one, this one right here will definitely get your head right. All right. Okay, guys. Now we're about ten minutes in, so we got about five minutes to go. As we go into this, also one of the things that we did want to talk about is. Give me some of these guys that are some of your personal favorites. We've not heard a couple joints to get us in the mood. What are some of those cats out there? Maybe that doesn't get the pub or the, the love that the general public knows about, but as, and I'm going to call you guys this subject matter experts of the game. Who are some of them cats that, you know, people should check out maybe from the past? And we'll get into the present here, here in a little bit, but go ahead. Let me know about those guys. Willie Jack, I'll let you take off, take off with this one, man. I'll let you start this one off. Oh, okay. Oh shit. Let me see, man. Let's say a, a guy a guy from the guy from the past is well see, I don't know if I can say overrated because these these the players are still known. Or you know what? Well shit. You can call it. Hey, hey, hey if you gotta call it, you can call no, it. You know what? No, I know I'm, <laughs> all right, I'm a, I'm gonna start here and then I'm gonna see where y'all go to see if I need to go a little deeper into the thing. Well, see, cause he, he's known. Well, I, I can tell you this. I'm just gonna just go into it. One of the guys that that was really one of my favorites. And he didn't play for my team. I'm a Steelers fan. He didn't play for my team. But a, a guy, and not even that I was super young, but just, you know, a little younger, but a guy that I really, really appreciated his game. And that even though he has accolades in the, in the, in the league, pro bowler, all pro, but I still just felt like he just never really got his full due. And that's Andre Johnson, man. The U's very young. I was a huge Andre Johnson fan, man. Like a guy that big, that fast, uh, great hands. Humble dude, didn't take no slack, ask Cortland Finnegan, you know what I'm saying? Put that pile, <laughs> that he wasn't going with none of the extras. He was ready. You know what I'm saying? With none of the extras, <laughs> like, don't put no cut on him. 
You know what I'm saying? Andre Johnson, man, and, and the guy that that I was just really a fan of, just his all around game was trapped in a in a poor performing organization, man. So just one of those guys that that people know his name and you know he balled, but it it, it almost still feels like he's he's kind of an afterthought when we talk about just like prior greats and things. He gets kind of overshadowed or overlooked by some of his contemporaries, Calvin Johnson and Larry Fitzgerald. And I'm not going to take away from their greatness, but they wasn't – Andre was on that tier in my mind, and I'll be wanting him to have his flyers. There hey, you know. know what, Willie Jack? It That's took a me a minute, man. Me you, me used to go back and forth on that one. And uh, yeah. I think you kind of won, – you won me over with that, with, with more of your talks about him. You know, just – the bottom was just being 6'3", 200 – with the speed of a four-three speed, you know, run great routes. Like he was, a, he was a complete all-around receiver, but he was a yeah, complete, receiver. yeah, complete receiver. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you you definitely got me with that one, Willie. When we used to argue about that earlier, I I thought when we used to argue about it, I thought they was farther apart than they were. I still think I'm on my side of the argument, but I, I feel yeah. like that gap. They were right. In, they were in the same tier. They like, were really right there, bro. They really was. But see, he, he for whatever reason, because even when Andre was coming out to U, and he came out right at the tail end of that 2000, 2001, like when they really just like made national news, losing to the Buckeyes. Yeah. You don't know, gotta throw that in there because you're lost. You know what I'm saying? Hold it down. You know what I'm saying? Ohio State. But but yeah, man. But but you know. So then I think he came out that next year, 2002. I want to say, and they were still good that year, but. But, you know, just it was almost one of those things where, uh, you know, how people get tired of seeing the Bulls win or you get tired yeah. of seeing the Lakers win. So yeah. Miami had just like a hell of a run, man. And, and Joseph knows about the earlier run, man, Michael Irvin and them boys. And then getting into the That's late right. 90s, early 2000s, more so when I was kind of watching. So they just had such a long run, man. That a lot of those players started coming out towards the end. Andre Johnson, hell, Reggie Wayne was the bottom of the first round pick when he came out. You know what I mean? And so – yeah, you know, so he didn't come in with the same kind of fanfare that he probably could have came in as just a physical, as a specimen and a dog. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah man, that was my dog, man, Andre Johnson. I'm gonna piggyback real quick on that Canes talk just to jump in there because there was two brothers that played for the Canes that were uh, dynamic. Now they weren't when they got to the pros. They weren't like you know all pros perennially. I think uh, I think Benny Blades made a couple of Pro Bowls. But you had Benny, yeah. Benny and Brian Blades. You talk about a brother combo, one receiver, one safety. That was a nice yeah. combo coming out of there back in the day. So then give them a little flowers. Cause I remember and they I, I enjoyed watching them catch. And Benny Blades would blow you up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and what's so funny, man? And I didn't even and I didn't intentionally go there, but I actually just I'd be randomly just looking and just reading about football stuff. I actually just, last night where I couldn't sleep, I was reading an article that was going over just the, it had a, I found an article ranking the top 25, uh, like you players of all time, something like that. And I went through and read everybody's profile. And uh, and I knew Benny Blaze's name, but I didn't know about him, but he was on that list. I think, I want to say he was top 10 as well. Yeah. And so I actually just kind of read up on Benny Blaze uh, like, last night. Yeah, he, he yeah just, just like that, just happened to. Uh, you get a lot of like uh, linebacker you, you know, Miami. And, you know, oh, bro. Is, and they, hey, they got the lineage too now. Hey, Lewis, Dan Morgan, Jonathan Vilma. Hey, I'm telling you, they could be safety you. You think about it. You got Jonathan Taylor, or not Taylor, but you got uh, um, uh, 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 Taylor, Sean Jonathan Vilma. Jonathan Billman. Yeah, well, I'm talking about their safeties. I'm telling you, Miami could be safety. Oh, the safety. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, you got. Yeah, you, Benny Blaze, Ed Reed. Taylor, Sean Taylor, rest in peace. 
Uh, now, he mm-hmm. was a cheap shot hardest, but he would lay you out. Brandon May- Merriweather. He had a few good years on a battle check before oh, he yeah, went off the Yeah, I forget Merriweather did come out of that. Yeah, hey, I'll tell you what. Had they not changed the rule of targeting, he, he'd still been a force because he was lighting cats up. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, now he was. Yeah, you know what? With the with the exception of probably quarterback, I think Miami produced pretty much everything. I mean, you look at <laughs> running back. You can go to running backs with Willis, Willis, Willis McGee, yeah, the, the run- go all those guys. Portis, you can go to receivers, like don't, don't just don't just don't, don't speed past the running backs, bro. Hold Portis, on, McGee, Portis. Yeah. Edgerin James, McGahee, Frank Gore. Oh, 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 Frank! If you know what, Frankie was like second or third string for two, three years. He just grinded. Nah, he was like fourth or fifth string because they was all at the same time. He was at the. Don't forget, I'm gonna give some flowers because I'm a big guy. I was a big boy running the ball. Najee Davenport. Nimble feet. As a oh, yeah, I remember, yeah, I, yeah, I was nice. with Najee. Yeah, yeah, Najee was yeah nice I pulled with Najee. I remember when he went to the Packers because uh, he played for the Packers for some yeah. years when he got out. My big brother was a Packers fan. Yeah, yeah he was, he was but, a, he was I a mean, nice little it, safety valve for far. He was a nice little safety valve. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, but my point was like, it's just about every position. I didn't mean to skip over guys, but oh, no. I didn't want to prolong it because they got so many guys. I mean, Man, exactly. like tight end. You know, talking about Winslow and Shockey and all those guys. Greg Olson came out of Miami, didn't he? Yes, he did. Who? Yes, he did. Greg yes, Olson. Yeah. 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 You got, and you get those positions. Of course, and then we know the defense between – From their front seven all the way to the back end. I mean, oh, and, they and, just mm-hmm. got gas everywhere. And here's a question, too. Here's a question. Because – oh, I'm sorry. My bad. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm not going to say, man, here's a question, too. That's what I'm school. They've actually got a storied quarterback lineage. Uh, Testaverde, Ken Dorsey, uh, Jim, Kelly. Jim Kelly with the Jim Kelly. You know what I'm saying? And there's one more. There's one more guy that was in the mix, uh, man. You, you uh, the dude that Jimmy Johnson wanted to uh, supplant uh, Troy Aikman. He drafted him and he wasted a supplemental first round pick on him. Steve Walsh. That's what I'm thinking. Of. Uh, yeah, exactly. Walsh. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Really going to try to start Steve Walsh over Troy. Can you imagine it? Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. Steve Walsh and then uh, Gino Toretta. You know what I'm saying? Won a national championship. He won a Heisman. But Gino might be the worst Heisman Trophy winner ever. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. He shouldn't have. No fact. Yeah, but they they really in the college landscape. Yeah, they got it. They got a lot. They had a lot of studs there too. Yeah. But yeah, most of them guys didn't pan out. The only ones that panned out in the league was I think what Kelly and Testaverde. Yeah, and you know what? And it took Bernie it took Kosar. Oh, Bernie. Oh yeah, Bernie oh, Kosar. You right there, Bernie Kosar. Bernie Kosar. There you go. Yeah. Now, now I tell you yeah. what, it, it, Vinny. It took Vinny a long time. If you guys, you guys don't remember, I remember Vinny before Peyton Manning. Vinny had a record for most interceptions by a rookie QB, and. I, I, mean, mm. I think Vinny set like the all-time single season record, maybe his third or fourth year. Tampa Bay put out, well, he's colorblind, and a lot of the teams have white helmets like we do, and that's why he can't. That's why. <laughs> that's why he's supposed to be picks, you know. But I tell you what, Vinny. I, I tell you what, Vinny was like terrible. He didn't with the Jets, he went, Yeah, he went from terrible to journeyman to respectable. Yeah, he could actually lead exactly. And, but along the way, you seen the coaching got better. And when he finally got with, who did he get with? My man, Parcells. Then ah, seen, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and you know, and you know what? With Cleveland, when and I think he might have had Belichick when he was at Cleveland. I think Belichick might have been on that staff because he played for Cleveland for a while. I used to have a Vinny Testaverde uh, Cleveland Browns jersey. 
When I think of Santa Verde, I remember those. I remember those Jets years. But I'm gonna tell you, when you just described it now, who know you know who you put me in the mind of today? That long time journeyman that kind of found more so respect at the end. Fist Magic, yeah. Chop, Chop, Fist Magic, yeah. Kind of bounced around, had some flashes, but now that he's actually, you know, what I'm saying the established OG in the quarterback room, now <laughs> he's kind of found like a little more respect and, yeah. and you know, capable in spots. Yeah, we just put me in the mind up. Yeah, yeah. Or not from channel wise, because Tessa Brady had a gun though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Fitz, well, Fitz ain't got no, uh, you know, arm like Tessa Brady though. But, no, but yeah. And, and Vinny, Vinny yeah. would come out like a G man when they when they play Penn State in the national championship game. These cats came out the planes and army fatigues, and Vinny was the first one. Like, yeah, <laughs> no, no, we don't get, we don't get Vinny that credit. That was a, that was Jamal Brown. Yeah. That was Jamal Brown and them dogs on the D line. Right, well, and you cannot forget the the the. To me, since we're going with flowers, we talk about Miami. I'm gonna go ahead and key him up. This is my all time favorite defensive lineman. And uh, when we play Techno Bowl as young people, me and my boys, we should say rest in peace to the dead brother Jerome Brown. Fun, yeah, I know you the fun, like Brown. the funnest character to be around. But man, you talk about a guy who brought it, Jerome Brown. Yeah, that that cat. I gotta give him flowers. Yeah, that guy. That to me, yeah. that's somebody. Since we talking about flowers, I gotta give it up to him, Jerome Brown, man. He he's somebody for sure. the that, shuffle. But go ahead. And that's another. That's another crazy what if kind of thing. Like if he didn't pass away, imagine yeah. him and Reggie staying in Philadelphia together on that D line. Like, come on, man. Like, he was actually Reggie Lee. He was still there. You know, because oh, I lost you, Joseph. Oh, can you can you guys hear me now? You got me. Okay, now I got you. Okay, yeah. What you say? I was gonna say, just think if he, like you said, if he was alive, would would that have influenced Reggie maybe to stay? Because him and Reggie, him and Reggie White was exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, that's that's the thing, man. Like, yeah, what that really could have turned into, you know what I'm saying? Modern day Deacon Jones and Merlin Olson, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. two guys that dominant right next to each other for so long, or they could have, you know what I'm saying, if if they'd have, if it just, you know what I'm saying, stayed together. Right. But uh and we, and we you know, a little bit off topic, but you know, we had talked about a little bit about because you guys had talked about the D tackles and your DNs, and like I had mentioned, you know, Reggie would often kick inside, and that's when, oh my God, when they would go to that nickel front and they kick Reggie inside, they have him and Jerome. What are you gonna do? And then they got Man, and then they got they got like Clyde Edwards and then Seth Joyner coming mm -hmm. straight. What are you gonna do? Dog. Yeah. Scary. <laughs> scary hours. Yeah. Like, scary you hours. Got, you, yeah. you have to double team Reggie, but then that means you're leaving Jerome. Warren. You can't, but you can't not double Jerome. That's, you can't not double Jerome, though. That's that's what's yeah. crazy about that. It's like as respected as Reggie. You is, your poison. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, 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 like every every D line coach everywhere always talks about a party at the quarterback. Every D line coach in anybody's school, right, we're gonna meet at the quarterback. Either meet at the quarterback, a party at the quarterback. That's exactly what it is. And, and Reggie and Jerome throwing it. Yes, and, and, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There, there's no there's no uh, safety for the quarterback. There ain't gonna be no. They're mm -hmm. playing through the whistle. Through the whistle, the way we were taught. Oh yeah. You know now. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I will give y'all props on, and I know that uh, uh, William, you're a big fan of Watt, and that's why I like about yeah, Watt because yeah. he's interchangeable. I love guys mm -hmm. who can go inside or outside. You know, yeah, for sure. And, and that was the thing with Reggie, but you know, I don't want, we we can do a whole show on Reggie. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, fact, yeah, but, but, yeah, uh, fact, and I'm here for it. You know, yeah, almost, yeah. Now I tell you what, guys, 
we're up against it. So we're gonna hit our first break, and then we're gonna come right back. I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna uh, bring okay, back cool. with a few more cuts. You know, I want you to tell me some players that you are thinking of. Hopefully, I surprised you with some because I sent y'all a list, but I got a couple that you may have not heard. So I'm gonna, we're gonna bring that right back. If this is your man, brother Red, we're with no, the fellas sure. from uh, uh, from let the uh, let the film speak, and this new vultures reminding everybody do the knowledge. Here we go. Oh, you know what? What you got? What you got on this? This is this is my dog. I came to bring the pain. This is my dog, bro. This Debo. This James Harrison. All right. This Debo. All right, I yeah, this James Harrison. That Steeler fan coming out in you. Uh, yeah, that's it, man. But, but yeah, yeah, because this is, you know what I'm saying? This is like 90s New York. It's dark, it's grimy, you know what I'm saying? It's gritty. You know what I'm saying? I'm right in your face. I came to bring the pain. Ain't nothing but ain't nothing else to be said. Yeah, it's my dog. Okay, yeah. So and so I agree with you on that front. Like it's, it's somebody that definitely gotta be bringing it coming from defense. And I, I was hey, I was gonna go with uh I'm bringing I'm coming Steve Atwater, man. Steve, Ooh, okay. He come, he okay. Bring it. You need you, you have, if you coming to bring the pain, you gotta have somebody that's coming to bring it. Steve Atwater. You might even throw Ronnie Lott out there. Ooh, I was gonna say I was gonna say Ronnie Lott. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was, but Atwater, that's one. Yeah, it, the infamous Christian Okoye when he blew yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. All right. Now here's another one. I know y'all got something for this one. And the thing about this one, man, it's not even the words, because the words ain't got nothing to do with football, but like just the whole <laughs> like just the whole like build up of the beat, you know what I'm saying? And then it and then when it hit, like, yeah, this was it. This yeah. this was my this was my prime, this is me and Chop Prime college days right here. Yeah. Right, yeah, this, this was definitely bit. in my rotation heavy for sure. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play it for a little bit for the old years. We haven't heard it. <laughs> now, when I hear this, you know what I think of? I think of and who you got? I would just say, I think of like. Florida boys, man. Like I think of them cats were like not the traditional, yeah, yeah, not the yeah. traditional, like back in my day, cats had dreads, but then the southern boys came with a different style of them dreads. I'm thinking like Edger and James when he came out with that grill, you know what I'm saying? Coming out to you. Oh, exactly. This, yeah. People sleep on EJ, man. Yeah, because nah, it, it's it, like Edge is on my list of players to talk about when we got there. Yeah. Yeah, this is it. Like I think of Edger and James, I'm like. You know, because it was like Edwin versus Ricky. Ricky had the pretty traditional, you know, the dreads white folks are used to. Edwin came out with that just <laughs> soft grill. It just makes me think of like just them Florida boys. I just think yeah, exactly. those cats just. Yeah, Edger and James, that's, that's the dude I think of when I hear this one. Nah, and that's perfect, too. That's perfect. All right, guys. All right, now, as we're going through, we talked a little bit about 
some of those old school cats. Tell me some of these guys on the radar right now. Who are some people that we need to know about coming into this NFL season? Oof. You want to start that off, Chad? Go ahead. Uh, you know what? I actually, I actually wrote down a couple guys, man, and uh, I, I want to. I really want to touch on both of them for different reasons though so my first guy is a guy that's on my radar it's the second season in the nfl and i think he has a good opportunity to take a step forward this year and you know uh i, I really like him coming out of baylor he's a receiver out of baylor i'm gonna go with denzel mims man Ooh. denzel mills receiver out of baylor big tall receiver he ended up running running a really good time he was really solid you know coming out he was one of those guys where he was like a he wasn't with those those top tier receivers that came out in his draft class, you know. Um, but I think that he showed some different things that could definitely be useful in the NFL. And and to be honest, like watching him, some of the catches that he ended up making, some of the spectacular catches that he made when he was in college, it remind me a lot of Calvin Johnson, honestly. You know what oh, I mean? Some of the okay. catches that he was making. So uh I'm not saying that he will be as good as him, but I think he has the skill set, the size, you know, speed. And, and everything to actually uh, take his game to the next level. You know what I mean? They the, the Jets, they brought in a new quarterback. They got new coach. They got new system. Uh, they brought in Corey Davis, uh, and they brought in some other pieces around him, so running back Michael Carter. Like, they got some good pieces over there. So I think this second year, I think he could actually come into his own a little bit more uh, this particular year. So he's, he's one guy that's on my radar. And then – Second, my second guy that's on my radar for another reason. It's not the same as 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 uh, Denzel Mims, but Ryan Tannehill, man, Ryan Tannehill is on my radar. This mm -hmm. Tennessee team, they went out and they got a lot of pieces to help agree. and surround me with. I agree with you. Go ahead on they that. Got, I agree. They went and got Julio. They went and got Julio. You still got the the best running back in the league right now. You still got AJ Brown over there. They went and helped their defense out and grabbing Bud Dupree. They grabbed uh, – they brought in Janoris Jenkins. They brought in Danico Autry. Like, they brought in a bunch of pieces. So, and I think that now they're looking at Ryan Tannehill to take this team over the top. So, those are two guys that are on my radar for different reasons. I expect Denzel Mims to kind of, you know, take a leap forward, take a step forward, and and, and become uh, a, a much better player this year. And then Ryan Tannehill, he's on my radar because I just want to see a little bit more of him. I want to see him carry this team and not lean so much on Derrick Henry this time. Okay. No, and that's that's actually uh that's actually pretty solid, man. I do I do like where you went with Tannehill. I didn't think about players like that because he's he's an established veteran, etc. But but he's still in a position to really take a, a meaningful step toward I'm more than just the guy who hands Derrick Henry the ball. And right. so that's yeah, exactly. Yeah. So is he gonna actually show or establish himself as like no, I'm I'm here on my own merit as well. Like I'm a I'm not a I'm not a passenger. You know, so I'm a co-pilot. So yeah, no, nah, yeah. that's that's, that's a, a good name, good name, mm -hmm. man. Yeah, and it was uh, more so like we know exactly what those the other guys are. Now nah, exactly. You show us what you are, Tanya here. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Like I said, you sitting in the back of the bus with everybody else, or you up here helping us get to where we're going. So no, nah, I dig it. Yeah, no, nah, I like it. I like it. And then uh, I guess I'll, I'll I'll jump into one of mine, man. And I and I actually I'll stay with a, a, a younger receiver as well. And I. I, I hate well, and I guess I didn't think about it, but I'm a, I'm gonna say Deontay Johnson. He's the young receiver on the Steelers, and yeah. and I, he does play for the Steelers. I'm, not, I'm never gonna front on that, but he was a guy because I've always I've always been watching the draft now for or going into the draft for over ten years now. So I always I knew about this guy coming out, 
in the third round. He was a guy that I wanted us to get in the third round, and we actually did get him, I think, in the third. But, but, and me and Chop was talking about him uh, maybe a year ago at the end of the day last year. Him versus yeah. Chase, Chase Claypool. Yeah. Chase Claypool is is the show pony. He's six four. He's two forty. He ran four three. He jumps forty two inches. All that stuff. And then and then uh, versus the guy Deontay Johnson on the other side. You know what I mean? So five ten, pure route runner, uh, quick, explosive guy. In my mind, and that's what I was telling Chop. I think Deontay Johnson is the guy who's going to truly establish himself as the number one on 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 that team for the future. And I think it's because his route running is special. His his shiftiness, his quickness, explosiveness, in and out of his cuts on his routes. He had the drop seeds last year. I want he led the league in drops last year. And a lot of those drops really hurt us in those games because they stalled and, and stopped drives and we couldn't get nothing going. But I'm really looking to see him this year. This is going to be his second year. Yeah, this is going to be his second year as well. And so really looking to see if he can get over that. Drops, drops and fumbles for running backs and, and receivers. A lot of it can be mental. Um, the technique as far as, you know, points of contact on the ball for a running back or looking the ball in, how to tuck it away as a receiver, a lot of that stuff is mental. So I'm really looking to see if he really overcomes that and, let, and doesn't let that overshadow just what he is as a raw talent on the field. He's, this, is, this is a shifty, explosive, uncoverable guy. I even I had seen a, a, a PFF that put out some numbers about uh, yards open per route or, or coverage or percentage of open targets, et cetera, et cetera. And this was a guy as a rookie who was like top three, you know what I'm saying? And, and at a position where you still as a receiver really need to learn the nuances of playing the position, a guy who's already got such natural route running ability. And so Deontay Johnson, man, is, and, and for selfish reasons, cause he is on my team, but really look for him to take a, take a big step, man. So. Okay. And you know what? I like that one too, man. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to ask you, you know, cause I know you're a Steelers guy. And there was a guy last year that caught my attention from him or from them, and that's the other receiver, the young one, Claypool. What do you think he's going to do this year? Yeah. What do you think? What do you think? Yeah, and see, Clay, Claypool's a guy as well where I really want him to learn because right now he's a big guy who catches jump balls, and once and once teams gave him the respect of staying on top of him, his second half of the season really, really dwindled down because now he he got respect as a number one you traditionally your number one is the guy you got to roll the covers to right and so he turned into that guy where teams had to respect him as the guy so he got the double covers rolled to him and it really impacted him because he doesn't have those other nuances in his game he's not and he he's limited by his body he's 6'4 240 so he's not going to be explosive in and out of breaks he's not going to be a traditionally great route runner and so the bulk of his career, he's going to make his money a la a uh, Brandon Marshall, a big body guy who who's going to improve as a route runner, but he'll never be an elite route runner. Uh, and that's why you got to give a guy like like I give a guy like Andre Johnson credit for being six four two thirty, but but actually ran ran good routes. Uh, Julio runs great routes uh, as well, maybe not so much. Uh, short but intermediate and up and you know intermediate Julio really does well with his explosiveness. So he he's got to he's got to add that to his game because right now as just a big jump ball guy, I'm either gonna blow by you with my speed or if you keep up with me, I'm gonna go over the top and get it on the seventh floor because you can only go to the fifth. So he's got to add real nuance uh, to his craft to really take that next step for me. And that's why I always lean more towards a guy like Deontay Johnson who who has actual the nuances of playing the position. 
outside of just relying on I'm bigger and faster. You know what I'm and saying? The good, so, and the good thing about that too, Willie, is um, even with his skill set being what it is, I think they have the receiving core to kind of complement each other. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's Johnson. the thing too, yeah. Deontay Johnson did a lot, a lot of work underneath. You know, he was just getting open. You know, he did a lot of that work. He was he was kicking stretch the field deep too, but he did a lot of work underneath. Then you got Claypool on the outside. He can stretch you a little bit. He can be a, just that big body receiver you're talking about. And then you got Juju. Juju can do a little bit of both. He can, then he can definitely hit you intermediate as well. So it's mm -hmm. like, depending on where you roll your coverage to, they can still work out to the Steelers' advantage no matter what you decide to do, you know, on defense. Oh, yeah. So I think they complement each other very well. No, nah, for sure, yeah. No, it's definitely a great mixtape we got going on, man. We just got to get a got to get a young trigger man in there, but we're going to be all right. All right, man. Well, yeah. Good stuff, good stuff. Now, as we roll along, I'm going to hit you with this last joint, and then we're going to get into a little bit of some of our uh, past players that we enjoyed because we hit them a little bit, but – I know we got to wrap it up. So I'm going to hit you with this one. I'm going to take you way back. Y'all might have never heard of this one. I'm going to take you way back on this one. Know about this one, man. It's the sort of kids better than knowing we. That's why we hate to see football. Sunday in the snow. Oh, oh my goodness. We get warriors toe to toe. Football. Old timers, do you remember the names like Rocco Nagurski and Nitrate Lane? Bulldog Turner, a man Sam Hawk in the snow of the mud. They were still real tough. I know who this is. All right. It sounds like ill. Yeah, that's there right there, but yeah. Like ill. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, I'm going to tell you, I don't know why. It just reminded me of um, <laughs> the Bird Shuffle. <laughs> that's, a, that's what I was going to say, too. This, this, this is what I was going to say, too. And I was just going to say this Jim McMahon. The this white boy with the headband and them glasses on. I, I was gonna say sweetness. I was gonna say sweetness. One of them is the birds. It's the uh, it's, yeah, it's Jim McMahon. Yeah, this is, this and is yeah, and, that, and them birds gonna show. Yeah, quintessential eighties. You know, like th uh, this came from the soundtrack of Wildcats, hilarious movie about Chicago inner city high school, uh, coached by Molly McGrath, Goldie Hawn. Uh, now y'all yeah. I know y'all heard of Nipsey Hussle. Have you ever heard of Nipsey Russell? Yeah, OG Nipsey mm -hmm. Russell, me, but yeah, really good uh, black comedic actor. Uh, he's the principal of the school. Uh, Malachi Williamson is in there. Uh, Woody Harrelson, young Woody and, and young Wesley mm -hmm. are both in there. Definitely check that one yeah. out, man. If you got kids, you especially got kids who like football, check out Wildcats, man. You guys will like that one. Okay. Yeah, I, need to go back and, I need to go back and catch it. Oh, yeah, that, that, you know, that's a whole nother show is, you know, best football movies. Yeah, that because Wildcats, Ooh, yeah, I don't sure. think it's the best one, but it's one of the funniest. Um, now I got a little list and I shared it with you guys. Let me let me know am I on or am I like ah, Joseph, you don't know what you're talking about. Now I got for my quarterback, I used to love me some Dodgic, uh Don Magic Mikowski. I used to love the magic man. You know, he had a couple <laughs> years, injuries, and then Brett Favre, of course, 
Yeah, uh, took over. But uh, that was the original combo with him and Sterling Sharp. And, and I used to love those yeah. guys. Uh, then my flex, running back flex guys. I'm kind of using those terms like the fantasy guys. Two cats I want y'all to check out mm-hmm. if you have opportunity, or if, or if you know about them, Bobby Mitchell and Lenny Moore. Uh, Bobby Mitchell mm-hmm. came out from actually played in the same backfield with Jim Brown. Some people said Jim yeah. Brown was trying to keep carries away from him because he was that cold. And he, you know, Jim Brown like just speaks in reverence of this cat. Great career with the Browns, then moved on to the Redskins. And he's one of those guys. Um, he, he's one of those guys when you look at the tape, just look at him. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. Just beautiful to watch. Lenny Moore, another cat, the original spat man. Coming out with them spats, beautiful runner okay. out of the backfield, versatile receiver and running back, kick return guy. Um, definitely ahead of his time. We touched on this. We talked about this off air a little bit. A couple old linemen, and I want y'all to definitely dig on these two: Donald Stevenson and Damani Dawson. And I let the Pittsburgh man. I know you know about Damani Dawson. Yeah, yeah, man. Damani Dawson, man, definitely, definitely came from. A, you know what I'm saying? A, 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 a great, you know what I'm saying, a great dynasty. For my money, and like I said now, you know, my, my football only goes back 30 years or whatever, you know what I'm saying, since I've been walking around here. But <laughs> if, 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 when you run it up, you pull up the numbers, the way I would rank them, if I was ranking centers, I think he would be he would be the all-time guy for me. Had the size, had the athleticism, played in the era where he played in the 90s, dominated as an all-decade team member, Hall of Famer. Uh and he's the guy who took over for another guy who has set the standard at the position, Mike Webster. So coming right back in, Mike Webster, then you roll into Demonte Dawson, two Hall of Famers, two All-Decade team members. And the thing about Pittsburgh, and even in the 70s, and the thing we still carried on today with Marquise Pouncey before he uh, got older and injured, but pulling centers. Pulling centers wasn't traditionally a part of the run scheme. Normally everybody pulls a guard or you pull a guard and a tackle. Whatever type of power or counterplay you're going to run. Pittsburgh, we would run our counter where the center had to get out and pull. So a guy like Damani Dawson, Marquise Pouncey, who's like pulling and coming around from the center. And and I'm not going to lie and say I play O-line, but just in hearing people talk about it, how difficult that truly is to snap the ball. You've got a guy lined up right on you most times, still give him a punch, and still be able to boot and get out of there and wrap around, and now you're the guy leading the power on the outside, like that's, right. that's, that's ridiculous. So, you know, a special type of athlete has to be in that, in that mode. And a guy like Damani Dawson uh, did it just as good or better than anyone. And so for my money, the greatest center to ever played to play the game. Yeah. And, and like he, uh, he actually, he's played guard that year too, before he played that one year. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Year, before, before, before he took over for Mike. Before, before that, that hall of famer, he ended up leaving. And then he has when he moved to center and exactly, he, yeah. he started dominating. So, Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. For sure, for sure. That's some, some nice guys. And then just to throw uh, a yeah, couple in, yeah. uh, uh, one more on Bobby Mitchell and Lenny Moore. Willie Jack, me and you talk about this all the time. We talk about Charles Wilson and Ryan Wilson and how they play both positions as far as corner and safety. And if like we have we have cornerback list and we have a safety list, but then we have a DB list, then those guys will substantially move up to those top one of those top spots. You know what I'm saying? As yeah. far as DBs. Lenny Moore and Bobby Mitchell, I think we can argue the same thing for those guys on offense, especially Bobby Mitchell. Bobby Mitchell, as, as far as like being a receiver, running back, and a returner. Like, returner, especially. Yeah. See, I, when, I, when I hear Bobby yeah. Mitchell, I think returner. Yeah, so if, if like if there was – there's not as many on offense that play 
both positions like that. You know what I mean? Right now, nowadays, we see the running back that they kind of move out there and kind of give them some catches out of the backfield. But to actually play receiver and actually play running back, man, those are two two guys that if we just had an offensive weapon conversation, they'll be oh, one yeah. of the top players. So oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Then you get to throw in. I think we was uh, talking about the other day too. Your boy uh, Eric Metcalf. Yeah, make it throw him in there. You know, uh, somebody else too is coming to mind. I can't think of his name right now. Well, uh, Dante Hall. Oh, Dante Hall, the human joystick returner. The, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, he's the guy. Like I said, just just out, just a weapon with the ball in his hands. He's definitely a guy that's got to be mentioned. So yeah, man, there's been some guys for sure. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm looking at the Pro Football Reference real quick on Bobby Mitchell. This cat who came in as a running back. Um, had let's see here, looks like he had what 1384 yards for Washington in 62, 1436 in 63, uh, then 900, 800, 9, 8. Um, top yards from scrimmage over a thousand, one, two, three, four, five, six times in his career. And you're talking about a guy who literally did everything kick, punt, yeah. run, and catch it. So, yeah, um, you know, big up props to those guys. Another guy I want to talk about that we talked about going both ways, and he did it before Dion did it, was Roy Green. And I told you guys yeah. I like that cat from, from the yeah. Cardinals because you yeah. know, growing up as a, a mid-Missouri young person, uh, Roy Green, I was infatuated with speed. That was my thing as a kid. I used to run track. Mm-hmm. Um, ran uh, Junior Olympics, won the Junior Olympics as a shorty, and that dude was like, you know, when I heard – uh, there was some, some NFL preseason special. It is a rumor this guy ran a 4 1 40 time. Oh, you know, not, yeah. it was a hand clock, but still 4 1. And then to come to find that's, out. That's still fast. Yeah. And I, you know, and as a young guy, I didn't know. I only, I pretty much knew Roy Green as a receiver. I remember when he uh, went to the Pro Bowl and went was all pro. I think it was like 84 for the Cardinals. But then as a little guy, you know, start reading about him, find out he played D back first. And was a pretty solid mm. D-back, you know, and, and was drafted by the Cardinals, played D-back for the Cardinals. They needed help on the other side, and he went over and ended up being a very solid receiver for them. So that was one guy. And then there's another guy um, that I want to mention because um, out of all the 85 Bears, uh, there's one guy I don't think gets enough credit because he, to me, he was the dog of all dogs out of that defense, and that was Wilbur yeah. Marshall. Oh, and, Ooh, Will, and Wilbur also went, took his talents to Washington, and they end up going right into the bowl as well. This guy's a winner, and I'm talking about heat off the edge. That's my dude right mm. there. Wilbur Marshall was an absolute dog. Now, I remember you guys were talking about Singletary and responsibilities and all that. Yeah. I would disagree a little bit. I think Singletary was calling it the – now, you talk about a guy who maybe didn't have responsibility but just did one thing well. Wilbur Marshall. Will find, okay. find ball, seek ball, destroy ball. Get ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's For it. Sure. He was flying around doing it too. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he got probably the, the most fearsome hit outside of the Jack Tatum hit is he hit a quarterback. I think it was Joe Douglas for the Lions. Joe Ferguson. Oh, Joe for oh my gosh. It, go back. Oh, I need to find the clip. It looks like somebody yeah, I need exploded. To find a like it looked like a little bomb detonated on Joe. <laughs> oh wait! 
Yeah. Oh, we. Yeah, he, he he lit into that boy. Yeah, and that's. Oh, we. I got five minutes. say, you know, you, you know, these quarterbacks in today, you guys are very protected because there wasn't no protection for Wilbur Marshall <laughs> for those guys. I got to pop that clip. I'm telling you right now, I wouldn't have needed no protection for Wilbur. Nah. Oh. <laughs> I hope you hey look, I you my dog now, so I hope you would have finished that game, man. Cause after about four sacks, they might have pulled you for your own safety. Like, look, they might have oh. pulled like, hey, look, man, we can't have our guy get beat up. We got another homecoming next week, man. We need him out there. Yeah, we gotta go ahead and pull him out, man. All right, fellas. Hey, this is good stuff. Um, I tell you what, we're gonna hit this one real quick, and then when we come right back, I want you guys. To let everybody know about how they can get in touch with Let the Film Speak, where they can find you, all your information. I got one more joint for you to listen to. Tell me a couple players you think of when you hear this one. All right. So when you hear about it, about it, who gets about it, about it for you guys? When you're thinking about football, who's getting about it, about it? I wanna, I wanna. It puts me. It's gotta be somebody bringing wood. You know what I'm yes. saying? It's gotta be somebody. There's two guys out here. that I got that like, bro, and I played with one of them, and he absolutely okay. About it, about it. I'm gonna go ahead and let y'all go. Yeah. No, no. Who, who's about yeah. about it? Who, who, who? Yeah. Who's about about it? It's, it's see, that's what I, it, it's def, definitely. It, it makes me think defense for sure. It's definitely got to be an enforcer on defense. But see, with P, I. I want, I want, I want somebody from the South though. Is the only thing. There's a couple players that come to my mind, enforcers, guys I'm fans of. But I want somebody actually. I'm trying to think of a name actually from the South though as well that really kind of like embody the whole just vibe of the track. I mean, and you know what? I, I get, I get where y'all going with it. But you know what? The the first couple names that came to my mind, and it's probably. I'm, I'm just gonna throw a little. It's gonna be different for y'all. Now these cats, they not even on defense though. These Ooh. two cats is about it. Bad. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw two names at y'all, right? Anquan Bolden. About it. Oh yeah. Steve, Bowden, Bowden. Steve Smith. Ooh. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Steve Smith. Yeah. Two, two of my, two of my favorite receivers. Anquan Bolden. I, I talk to Willie about him all the time, man. That's probably yeah, yeah, one of my yeah. favorite receivers of all time. Nah, and you know what? Hey. Those are good picks, especially that Steve Smith. That Steve Smith one really get hit me, cause like Steve Smith, he's a little guy, so he's got you know he's got that chip on his shoulder. I'm it, though. And, and yeah, exactly. Like I'm back. Like yeah, like letting it be known. Like no, nah, I'm back, bro. Like don't don't play, don't play around now. Ice up, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, what he tell old boy? Hey, ice up. up, ice up, young man. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Man. So yeah, yeah. look, Do look, on the dog playing with that chip on your shoulder. That's a good call. And Anquan Bolden, especially for Ooh, me, man, just yeah. give him a give him this flowers. Yeah, you man. See, yeah, not the fastest, that dude, yeah. not the fastest, not the most yeah. athletic. Oh, yeah. He yeah. wasn't just, you know, he didn't have all the skills oh, yeah. that you see like in a Julio Jones or anything like that. But when you talk, you talk about a solid, physical, tough, strong-handed player that you can count on to be, you know, to, to as as a 
third down weapon, you know, whatever you need from Rudy him, Chang, he's going to do it. Whether it's blocking, going across that middle, he's going to catch that ball. Like, And he was solid size too, man. After the ball, you get the ball in his hands early. Like, he wasn't explosive, but he's going to break tackles. Oh, he's going to break a few of You know what I'm saying? So, oh, yeah. Quan Bowden, definitely. And then, of course, you know, Steve Smith. These both of those guys are two guys that we call today just straight dogs. Yeah, and Smitty just and, dogs. And Steve Smith, dog. he's got that one famous I'm right here, I'm up in your face, I'm right here all day. Yeah, that yeah, he put a, he put a, a few cornerbacks uh face masks in the dirt. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that, that, yeah, that, 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 yeah, that's Steve Smith on really struck for yeah, me, bro. That that, 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 that hit perfect. That was that hit perfect. <laughs> And that focus piece would come on because the groove was so heavy. We never cued music. It was a it was just putting a needle on on a record and grabbing it where you thought it was about to begin. Yo, this is your man, brother Red. We're listening to the sounds of Agent Zero. We're fixing to get up out of here. We want to give a shout out and special thanks to our guest, Chopping Willie J from Let the Film Speak. The Facebook page and the podcast is coming soon. We're going to let Agent Zero finish this up and then Willie J and Chopper's going to tell us how you can find them on Facebook. Again, it's your man, Brother Red, doing knowledge. Yeah, you know it's your hip hopping. Yeah, you know it's your hip hopping. Always on point. About the smoke, y'all brothers like the joint and the anoint. So keep it holy, yeah, you know me. Peace, what up, homie? Never quitting, keeping it secret. No, you can peep it. A little bit of game for the lanes. Looking at you, but I'm bestow your game. And that's the reason why you became a cop. To get out my face, you need to stop. But all that bullshit, like that beat back. You know what my Make your brain collapse and I never stop it, keeping it popping. Yeah, you know it's your hip hopping. Straight from my angels. Make your brain collapse and I never stop it, keeping it popping. Yeah, you know it's your hip hopping. On Facebook right now, man, we got a uh, we've got a, a Facebook group, a Facebook group page. Let the film speak, uh, man. Come come find us, man. Join us, check us out. We do we do regular we do regular episodes every Wednesday. You can set your clock by it. Wednesday at seven o'clock, your boys will be online. We will be live, man. And we talking and we talking ball, man. We we rotate through various topics ranging from um, past players or past past rankings, past anything, to current topics, current news, upcoming news, upcoming player stories, just whatever, man. Any and everything football, you can find it on our page, man. Uh, you know what I'm saying? If, you, if you're looking for a new football home, come on home to let the field speak, man. Yeah, come check us out. Awesome, awesome, man. And 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 just to kind of reiterate that, man, like you said, every, every single Wednesday at 7, this Wednesday coming up, we're actually going to be touching on tight ends, man. So we're going to have tight end rankings coming for y'all this wednesday and we're gonna go through the top 10 we're gonna give you each of our top 10 tight ends of all time we're gonna talk about them we're gonna give you the, the, the analysis 
and you can always bank on the latest news as well and we don't give you just any type of news or just whatever we're gonna give you some important news so check in with us let the film speak seven seven o'clock on the let the film speak group page join us we'd love to have you let's talk some football man and, yeah. and let's keep it pushing from there man all right sure. all right well gentlemen thank you so much for joining us this is your man brother red this is jeremy chop voice and we got uh william jackson from let the film speak gentlemen thank you so much for coming thank on. you for having us joe no man. appreciate you having us man word for up. Sure. thank you for having us brother <laughs> all right word up, yeah word up. man appreciate you word word all right so uh people remember the name let the film speak this is your man brother red from no vultures reminding you all do the knowledge peace <laughs>